Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Fruit of the Bone Podcast. It's your boy JBJR. Uh, gotta go hit, got uh, just holding myself down, doing the quarantine, doing coronavirus, COVID 19, all the names, you know what I'm saying? Just, <laughs> just trying to hold it down, man. You know, just trying to, you know, just trying to survive, man. Stay healthy, man. So I definitely hope everyone else is doing the same, you know. Uh, Shout out to all the, anyone in the medical industry, man. Shout out to anyone in the grocery stores. Anyone that has a essential job is doing something during this crucial time, you know, major shout out to you. I, you have all the respect in the world to me, 100%. So man. definitely keep fighting a good fight, like for real, for real. And uh, anyone that's sick, man, you know, prayers to you, man. And I really, truly hope you get through it. Anyone who lost anyone during this time, you know, you know, my condolences to you and yours. And definitely hope you get through this time period, you know, as we all do. So. Definitely want to just get that out the way first, you know, because of the crucial times. Right. That we nah, have. for a fact. Absolutely. But uh, yeah. Um, but let's go ahead and go ahead and get with the show. Uh, right now, I got uh, another uh, old competitor that we got from Fresh <laughs> Produce. As a matter of fact, and matter of fact, one of our original out of town competitors. As a matter of fact, he's one of the first people that we had at, um, doing out of town competing when we first got to uh, Monaco. Um, some years back, he was one of the very first people that came through that was from out of town, and we truly 100% appreciated him coming through when we had the new spot. And he showed his ass, and you know, he went back <laughs> and forth on the last round. I remember that round, like, this yeah, forth, I think about it all the time, yeah, like, man. Damn, I should have played this, I think about yeah. it all the time, but yeah. it was fun, though. <laughs> hell yeah, no, hell yeah, and that shit was hella dope, man. So, you know, we're gonna go ahead and welcome my man through, man, hella, hella dope. Um, risen from KC, man, you know, right across the state, man. Yeah. I let my boy Sachi Smooth. What's good? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? I'm good. I'm good. Appreciate you having me once again. Um, and again, bro, I appreciate that platform for producers. Like, it's that's a dope thing that y'all got going. I just and it's dope to see that it keep expanding. Like to see y'all doing the online thing, that's dope. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah man, you gonna have to go go ahead and compete again now. Yeah, that we got I'm gonna have online, to. man. Yeah, I got yeah. y'all. Yeah, as a matter of fact, that's a perfect segue. So um, before we get into the interview, uh, make sure you check us out on all forms of social media at Fruit Boom Pod. Uh, that's how you find us. And it's Fruit of the Boom Podcast. That's how you find us. And we're on all podcast platforms at Fruit of the Boom Podcast. You just check us out on there. And check us out on our website at freshproducestl.com slash fruit of the boom. Um, so we're going to go ahead and try to get everything started right now. Um, you know, like I told my man before, you know, for anyone that's a new listener for the podcast, um, the whole point of this podcast that I created was to basically just give an outlet to producers, engineers, and DJs to give them their time to shine for them to talk about their stories, their lives, their career experiences, their education, uh, anything they want to go ahead and talk about. You know, I want it to be about them because we hear a lot of podcasts about our favorite artists and bands, which are extremely dope but yeah. you know I hear too much of the back end I want to make sure the back end people the people that make your favorite artists and bands pop I want to make sure they get that kind of shine so that's the whole point of this podcast and those producer DJ engineer three most crucial parts to any kind of song album music yes. period so I want to make sure everyone you know gets their time to shine so like right now so we about to go ahead and interview my man uh, Sachi Smooth right here and we're just gonna keep it simple with my very first question which I ask everybody how did you get started in music production? <clears throat> um, for real just I was uh, I played sports so I never did music in school or nothing so I, like okay. this just kind of really happened I played sports um, tried out for uh, like I had a football scholarship but I didn't really like football like that 
So mm-hmm. I just withdrew myself like, bro, y'all can get this scholarship to somebody else because I'm just here wasting time. So then, but I really like basketball. So I tried out, I got an offer, but like some stuff fell through. So I just like, you know, obviously it ain't for me. And then honestly, my homie, <clears throat> he started, he just started making beats. And I was at his house one day and uh, he was like, you want to try it? And ever since then, like, so I really got to thank my boy Dre. He part of the Goonies with me. Shout out to so, him. Yeah, so it's like, uh, it'll be six years in November. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, that's it pretty much just fell in my lap. God, I thank hey. God. Yeah. Hell, hell yeah, man! You talented as fuck, man. Like like I was telling you earlier, man. When you came through on uh, you know, Fresh Produce uh, a few years back, man, you showed out like you did just on the final round, the back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. That was that was special, man. And yeah, that was, I man, appreciate I like, it. Yeah, this I was like, oh yeah, this dude got skills. Yeah, yeah. Dude I got appreciate skills. it. Yeah, yeah, and it just uh, I just kind of caught on quick. I've always been like I caught on quick to things, but yeah, I caught on quick. And you know, when you're passionate about something, you know, you spending hours and hours and hours on it. And once I realized, like, all right, I'm good and I love this, like, all right, I'm going to take it somewhere. Hell yeah. That's exactly how you should look at it, man. And I hope that's how everyone else looks into it, too, man. Like, that's that's definitely how you should, man. Because, like I said, if you just come in just like, oh, well, let me just go ahead and try it. And then you just happen to be, like you said, you just were natural at it, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. So, which is dope in its own right. You know, you just yeah. have the natural ability to pick it up. Like, that's a blessing in its own right. It's yeah, it is. It is. Because to not be able to play, like no, and I can like kind of read chords and notes now just by teaching myself. But like coming mm-hmm. in, I had no prior knowledge of nothing. So it was really just playing off my ear. And one thing somebody told me, like your ear will never fail you. And that just yeah. always stuck with me. Yeah, no, they 100% yeah. right. That's, that's probably the best instrument you got to use is just your own ear. Cause you have to know, you just have, yeah. you just have to know for yourself. <laughs> you just have to. Yeah. So speaking of which, man, that's a good segue since you said you didn't know too much about anything um, about as far as like music when you first came in. Mm-hmm. Did you ever um, get into or try to look into any kind of theory or music theory to kind of help out or have you ever did that? Uh-huh. Uh, like one of the, the things me and Dre started doing, we just started reading articles, um, sending it back and forth with each other, uh, just different notes, how to sample, uh, different YouTube videos. Um, no, I definitely got to studying. Um, then like not even realizing like as a kid all the music you listen to not I started to understand why I liked it like okay uh just to go to like music theory um like I think it was just blaze that was like a lot of the songs that be in D or D minor be happy Mm -hmm. songs and I was like Mm -hmm. I never thought it'd be like that like that's crazy and so um, just little stuff like that would make me go study like songs that were in D minor and like, okay, why? Why do I feel this way about it? So yeah, I just pretty much just study everything for real. And I still try to, I get around people who now that uh, I know I got more resources, it's easier for me to ask somebody to play something then watch them play it then, okay, uh, what's this or why'd you do that or how do you make this chord progression go to like this and things like that i got you i got you no no yeah. you actually no you're actually going about doing the right way like you know mm-hmm. just self-education and like i always say on this podcast youtube university can never steer you wrong hey never 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 steps i'm still to this day any little question i be like hi i think i uh I don't know how to do something, I'm going right to YouTube. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, no, that's the best thing to do, bro. Yeah. And so, no, no, you doing it the right way, man. No, get your education, man, because like that's one thing I know I see a lot of people do uh, when they're making beats is like, you know, they have no form of uh, they try not to have no form of education behind what uh -huh. they do. I'm like, no, nah, you kind of want to have that kind of background because yeah, or at least yeah. some some form of knowledge on it because it's foundation. And so you yeah. want to have found it's it's simple foundation. If simple yeah. foundation can take you a long way. Yep, just a little basic guideline of this is how you do it. Now in between there, that's on you. Right. You know, but this is uh from A to B. I mean A to Z. This is how such Pharrell does it or Kanye does it. Right, and then says so a lot of it, man. Then you can even go uh, even farther. What I tell people, um, look at a lot of people that's like composers, man. Like uh, one of my favorite ones, and of course, you know, if you love superhero movies, Hans Zimmer. You know, he did get all okay. the, uh, the all, you know all the uh, Nolan Batman shit, all the music for the Nolan Batman. Okay, because that's and, really what I want to get into. Not to yeah. cut you off, but oh no, no, you good? You good? Yeah, you good. yeah, yeah. Film and TV and video games, like that's where I want to eventually end up. Hey, bro, that's what the money oh. is too, man. Hey, I'm telling you, I'm like, tell, I watched that Quincy Jones documentary. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's it. That's really it. Hell yeah, like, bro. <laughs> like niggas sleep, like niggas, like I promise you, man. Like I, I got to, uh, uh, I watched it once, man. I have to go ahead and watch it again because it's been a second, man, just to go ahead and get refreshed on shit. But yeah, man, like that's one thing I did learn, man, because, you know, I you know I do stuff like with podcasts and shows. I'm, that's mm -hmm. something I'm, I'm into now. So anyone who's a podcaster who needs an intro, holler at your boy. I do the shit now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's one of those things that, you know, when you learn there's so many different avenues outside of just dealing with artists, uh -huh. like, you just like, oh, man, I can make money doing TV, movies, uh, commercials, uh, video games, podcasts. Yeah. Uh, shit for uh businesses like i was doing stuff for like businesses and shit like that like music mm -hmm. for, like 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 corporations business just getting money out there and that shit and that and them checks was looking and them checks hey, clear. I said, it adds up clear. it adds yeah. up man <laughs> yeah i'm telling you bro like them checks clear like so people gotta understand man like it's definitely truly 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 yeah, more than one way to do this definitely it's a lot of ways outside of rap music that music you can make money Hell yeah, hell yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, speaking of making uh, music, tell me a little bit about what you use as far as equipment or software or hardware. Uh, I use FL Studio. Uh, I'm really a, just press on my keys. Damn, my phone. Press on my good? keys on my laptop and shit. Uh, I try. I use a MIDI every now and then. But yeah, I'm really one of them just click and drag producer I can do the keys on my laptop it just feel more comfortable I'm trying to move to the piano because I want to start playing the piano so I've been using the MIDI more as of lately and then like in August I recently started engineering so I've been using Pro Tools okay. engineer as well but yeah that's yeah I use FL and Pro Tools Hey bro, make it work man like I'm yeah. an FL hey, hey bro I'm an FL here myself bro like I just got 20 maybe like a while back when I get my computer uh -huh. upgrade, man, and whew, I love my 20. I, man, I, love my 20, I seen people use it. I seen people use Ableton too. I like oh, the workflow man. of it. I like how it looks. I'm like, yeah, that's, I think that's gonna be my next move. Same here, man. Like, I, <laughs> like especially, no, like, cause I'm a sample head and like, mm -hmm. apparently if you like a sample head, like Ableton is built for you. So I was like, okay. oh, I was like, oh shit. Okay, I'm gonna have to go ahead and check this out. And I know a lot of people that use Ableton sample. So they all say, no, look, if you sample your workflow, is like made for that for in Ableton. So yeah. I was like, gotcha. I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna have to see about that. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out. 
Yeah, man. That's, like, that's going to be my next mission. Hell yeah, man. No, can't, can't never learn enough, right? Nah, never. Never, man. So, uh, tell me, so tell me a little bit about like what kind of style you usually use as far as like beats. Like, would you say that you like kind of versatile? Would you say you kind of stick to one, one style in particular? Or what kind of producer would you say? I'm pretty versatile. Um, just being, a, being in a group kind of forced that up on us. Like, I was just a sample bass, sample bass. Like, I didn't want to do trap. I didn't want to do nothing else but sample. Uh, just dark stuff like 3-6 Mafia. And then mm -hmm. just being around people, um, you just start expanding. You just start growing as a producer. Uh, and so I delve into trap music. Uh, uh, did a little country, R&B. I really, I'm big on R&B, so mm -hmm. that was, I was always heavy in the R&B stuff. Uh, now I'm trying to get into the the happy. It's not, I don't know how to really describe it. Like well, the Smino type sound and the Monty Booker. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out how to incorporate that sound into my because I really think it's dope. But I just when I make happy key, when I press them white keys on my keyboard, it just don't sound right to me. I'll be having to have the the, the minors and I just like dark stuff. Mm -hmm. So. No, but you know what? Ain't shit wrong with that, man. Because yeah. I mean, I mean, I was raised on three six, my damn self. So, so like, I totally understand yeah. like that whole vibe. Because I mean, when I because <laughs> low key, when I started making beats too, like I started making, um, I started off doing making trap shit, and that's kind of where I was leading down was you no, know, because I grew up on shit like three six mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So you know, I that's what that's my influence was three six, yeah. Cash Money, Eight Ball, MJG, you know, niggas like that. Like the South mm -hmm. had a huge influence. Yeah. Man. Eventually, when I got into sampling, then when I started getting my hip hop shit on, then the East Coast always did have an influence on me. Then I started switching in between that. And okay. You no, know, you no know, shit like that. So yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now, nah, so I totally get where you coming from with yeah. that, uh, with that aspect, man. But I'll say this, man. Like, the shit's still relevant because I mean, Juicy Day still making music. He's still yeah. jamming the fuck out and using <laughs> definitely. It's still kind of on the same vein. At the same time, like most niggas on the radio, pretty much just kind of, you know, took his blueprint and kind of ran yeah. with it. So yeah, I say that all the time. I say they the forefathers of the trap. Hell yeah! With the production, like that was trap music. It wasn't the 808s. Just wasn't as knocking as hard. But if you listen, it's trap music. One hundred percent, like that, and um, no, I would say them and No Limit in particular, like mm -hmm. them two camps in particular, man. That was like the two camps that I could clearly remember. Like that was like that, that was like on that vein, like real, real heavy. And so it's you no, know, it, it like so like so I think my thing is so many different styles and so many different people out there. Like it's enough room for everyone to go ahead and yep. be creative and still make money and still do what they need to do on the side. No, it's so much stuff you can do. So nah, I agree. So yeah, so the dark stuff, man. And plus, like I said, uh, I watch anime, nigga, and trust me, there's a lot of dark trap on anime all the time. So, that's what's up. Nah. <laughs> so that's the truth. Yeah, so. no, nah, cartoons is is fire. I'm a cartoon head myself. I ain't really big on the anime. I was Dragon Ball Z. That's probably as far as I went. Oh, but bro, bro, that's what see. Oh, bro. Nah, See, I, I would tell you if, if if this wasn't this kind of podcast, like yeah. you know, focus on this, I would say, bro, I need to go ahead and put you on game on a few man. things, just so you can go ahead and see one. Because I promise you, you'll get a lot of sample ideas, a lot of musical okay. ideas from him. That's dope. So, and I just like the art. I've always liked the art style of it. I just really never got into it. But 
like now that it's all i mean because it's always been around but now that it's really really popular so you see it a lot like and you see people talking about it then i'll see clips like dang that do look tight Bro, I'm telling you, <laughs> like I said, like one, the storylines be lit and all that, man. Yeah. And then just it's it's so much, it's so much that goes into it, man. Like I said, I can go days and days on talking about that, but no, I'm just saying, well, if anything, you know, just use as a producer, man. You know, mm-hmm. you no, know, you know, a lot and a lot of people do this. Like just check out anime soundtracks and listen to shit. Like one, it got all types of jamming ass shit from like the epic level to the happy level yeah. to the dark level to any kind of level you want to go to, man. Like, you know, jazzy, hip hop. Uh, classical, uh, R&B, so like, dude, it got so dead. Like they, like, depend on what you want to watch. It's like music is just as big as the anime as it is as the actual okay. stories and stuff like that. Because how well it carries the story along and stuff like okay. that sometimes. Yes. So that definitely makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, man, I, w- I was honestly saying I tell that to anybody, you know, man. Like you know, no, like I say, that's that's one of the main reasons I love anime is because you no, know, not only because I love the art style and the stories and the carry all this shit, but the music be jamming like a motherfucker. Man, and so, as producers, you know, we try to find inspiration in anything. So yeah, I'm gonna definitely check it out. Yeah, man. Yeah, just just random shit, man. Like you can you clearly you can find shit with Dragon Ball Z, like Dragon Ball Super. You can find some dope yeah. shit just listening to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, definitely. So, no, nah, man. Like, so you just got to be able to find inspiration just wherever it comes from. So, yeah. But no, nah, I tell people at all, all times: do not sleep on shit like anime and video game soundtracks. Oh nah, yeah, video game soundtracks are crazy. <laughs> just just <laughs> crazy, bro. Like I'm telling you, like I've like heard like some some of the best sounds I've ever heard not even on an album it's not even been on an album it's been on a video game soundtrack I heard it like on something I played on PS4 Easy. I remember Easy. when Halo first came out and just that like opera choir that came on I'm like man what is this I remember being a kid like hey this is fire I'm saying man, that really made me want to play the game like like it just bring a different a feel to it a theatrical yeah, feel to it, yeah. Yeah, bro, that's what I'm saying. So that's one's like the music can really carry a lot of things. Uh-huh. On. So it's so it's it's really dope, man. So that's why I say I really highly recommend just you know just check out the avenue. You know, it's, it doesn't you. hurt. Yeah. Doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. But uh, just moving on, just keeping things going on, man, bro. Uh, so since you've been in Fresh Produce, and I want to go ahead and just talk to you about uh, Fresh Produce. I know you came through. This was your first and only time coming through, wasn't it? Uh, I think I came through just to watch another time. Yeah, okay. I did, but that was it. Yeah, I okay. competed once and came and watched one. Okay, well, I know it's been a few years since you, you know, be competing and came through. And uh-huh. clearly, like I said, I definitely want you to enter the game on the online tip. But uh, yeah, tell us, tell us, uh, tell the people your experiences about like uh, fresh produce in general. Like, how did you like fresh produce? You know, you especially you being like a you no know, coming from across state at the time. You know, to okay, through, so. Uh, um, I was living there for a little bit and I don't even know how I found it. But like, I was so hyped. Like, oh, it's a whole producer, just community here. Where we could just, and they got weekly battles. Cause I've done a couple of the I standard ones, but y'all's is free. And I'm like, I know it's going to be more informative or it's going to be a different environment. It's not going to be so competitive because it's free. So, you know, where you can be able to come up and talk to people and it's not like a, standoffish attitude because we all in the same place trying to get to the same spot yeah we mm-hmm. competing at this event but in totality of the things you know we just you can learn from somebody i can ask you some 
stuff like that. But my whole experience was dope. Bro. It was it was dope to uh, just interacting with the other producers because I was talking to them a little bit. Um, then you know, being from KC, people ask me like where I'm from, stuff like that. Uh, getting to network, I'm big on networking anyway. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> so just being able to network, get to ask uh, who the artists are around there. Um, that's how I met Bodine, for real. Shout out to Bodine. Yeah. <laughs> just being there, and because he came and said something to me, like, hey, bro, yo, yo shit is tight, bro. Let's work. I'm like, shit, let's work. But, bro, overall, I, it's a great experience. Any producer listening to this, uh, any producer in the area, once they get it back running, the online one, I know it's a dope experience, but just that in person, being able to get the feedback from you guys, honest feedback from uh, other producers, uh, and then just being able to compete. It's always fun to compete. Absolutely, man. So, so I appreciate that, man. You know, we you know we definitely try to do what we try to, you know, try to keep moving forward. Like, you know, when, like I said, when you came through, we were just kind of rebranding, getting everything back together and kind of moving to a new spot and trying to make sure everything was cool. And so now we grew way bigger than that yeah. at this point. And for you to say y'all just was starting, I mean, not restarting, but rebranding, like it didn't feel like a rebrand at all. Like it was well put together. It was organized. Uh, like it was, and it was fun. Like y'all created a very fun environment for producers to come showcase their talent. Like you were saying at the beginning, like everybody else do get they just do. And the producers slowly but surely we starting to get it, but it's not a lot of focus on there. And we, us and engineers muscle a lot of the music. Yes, yeah, I do. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Like, you know, like I said, the producer gonna make this gonna make the music, the engineer gonna make sure your vocal they vocals and your music sound well together and mesh, and the DJ gonna make sure your shit's played out to the masses, make sure your shit gonna be played in these clubs, right. on the radio, or whatever the case may be. So yeah. you know, make sure your music get heard. So it's, right. it's, it's it's so that's one like no, it's that's why things like this and outlets like this and fresh produce are so important because people need to know. Uh, about this kind of stuff, like you know, like the recent thing dealing with uh, the beat battles that been going on with IG with the industry producers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, like mind you, great. I do love them. Great for the culture. You know, us being producers, of course. You know, of course. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, that's dope. At the same time, would I like to see more of, of a competitive kind of thing, like kind of how like we kind of do stuff, kind of like how other uh, competitions do their stuff? Yes, because yeah. it's because I mean, yeah, mind you, a lot of stuff may be low stakes, but if it's a battle, you know, man, it's cool hearing like yeah. songs I've heard from 20 years ago. But it's just like, you know, if I'm hearing the battle, yeah. I want to hear niggas go back and forth, like, hey, give me some shit I haven't heard, make sure that shit, man, like, give me that. Like, that's what I was like, like in the Boy One Day Hit Boy, like if they would have put the rules to that one, I think that would have been one of the better ones, just as a from a production standpoint. And then I thought they was gonna be playing beats too, but songs, man, you can't match great. <laughs> it's tough, man. Cause I was on hit. I'm like, man, hit boy. Hey, y'all better stop playing. But once that I seen that, like, it's a song, song about. I'm like, ah, this is tough. Yeah, Beyonce and Drake. But no, I definitely would like to see more of the comp- competitive nature of it. Like last night, it was, it was the energy was great, but it was just too buddy buddy for me. Are oh, you talking about the uh, T Pain? Yeah, the little little Johnny T Pain. Yeah, like I want to see the smoke. Like I. Deshaun Garrett and Dream, like, aside Sean Garrett, you can feel the tension, like, oh, these niggas don't really fuck with each other. <laughs> <laughs> but they geniuses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, it's crazy. 
But like you were saying, yeah, I, I want to see more of the competition too. Yeah, you know, just to you know, just to see you know, brand new stuff or stuff that's not a song. Like, yeah. I'm not, like we not like I'm not asking for like a whole song. I'm just asking for like how we do like sixty seconds. Give me a sixty sec second banger of like no vocals or if it's a vocal, it's a sample or something like that. And just yeah, that shit bang. Like, yeah. like, like, like it's cool to hear a song like, but her songs and so, yeah. like you say like to an extent depending on who you are may not be kind of fair because if you got Beyonce or Drake or Jay-Z or something Man, it's an easy win it's, yeah. it's an easy win you know, and the beat don't even have to be that you didn't even really have to do nothing on the beat like in right. B-Battles right. I want to hear your skills exactly so that's you no, know, that's came my whole thing. Like you know, shout out to definitely all the industry producers and yeah. the man. Like you know, I definitely like, say it's great for the culture, but this is my whole. It's just my whole thing. I just kind of wish it was more competitive and not like song because it feels more like a showcase than it does yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. a B battle. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. yeah, that's what I just put in my mind. Like we just want to give every all the dope songwriters and producers they credit or they right. flyers tour since we in the house. That's what I feel like it is. So. I'm tuning in, ain't shit else to do. Right, and so yeah, yeah. that's how, and that's a good way to look yeah. at it. You know, just you know, like niggas getting their flowers, niggas showing off. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is why I've done. You know, people don't even be like, oh shit, I ain't know he made this. I ain't know that. Yeah, yeah. Know, like, like with to, like with Jonte Austin, like I didn't even know who he was. Then I looked him up, and I seen the first five songs that he wrote. I'm like, oh yeah, Neo been for a long night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, man, like, you just so, never know who got that yeah. hit, bro. Yeah, so it was dope to just like that was a good experience. Like to just really listen, sit and listen to stuff this man wrote. Like I, I had no idea. Like I remember we belong together would not go off the radio. Man, <laughs> it would not go off the radio, and just to see like this the man behind it, and then showing the whole world because now the whole world is starting to realize like yeah, some of our favorite artists don't write nothing. I'm telling you, man, it's it's a few. It's definitely some artists that clearly write shit, and it's yeah. artists that write shit for a lot of people. A lot of people, yeah. So, I mean, so I mean, yeah. it's just you're just finding out what what the deal is, who really got the talent, who really don't, man. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying like you may not have a vocal talent or something like that, but if you got the actual creative talent to think yeah. of something to write down or to play out, you know, it's yeah. that's that's pretty fucking impressive. Way yeah. more than song right, you know what I'm definitely. saying? Yeah. Definitely, I tell people all the time, like, man, just get into songwriting. Or, like, my favorite question to ask an artist here who feel like they got a hot song or something, I always ask them, like, if somebody wanted to come buy this song, would you sell it? Mm. And then just to put them in a songwriter mode, like, everything you can't have if you want to be a songwriter. You can't yeah. have everything, bro. No matter how far it is, how far you think it is, like, would you sell this song? And then I explained it to them, like, cause some of, a lot of artists don't really understand that. And I explained to them, like, bro, this is forever royalty. You're getting a songwriting check forever. You might not be the one in the front of it, but it's, it'll pay a bill if it's a hit hit. Hell yeah, residual yeah, hit is always saying? good money. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, you no, get I all the like, back end. Yeah. Man, I just like asking artists that anytime they get a fire song. Cause like some artists have had offers from here and you know some uh they haven't taken it because they mm -hmm. just you know banking on themselves and stuff like that right 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 but like people who just really want to be a songwriter like they look into it or a lot of our every artist that's listening to this look into songwriting for other people it's i a, mean it's a big avenue it's a huge avenue like i said you see people like me like 
if you want to, if people don't really understand how lucrative songwriting is, look at the dream. The dream wrote single late. Do I need to say anything else more? That's it. And it's even doper for like him and Sean Garrett to be writing these hits for women. Like you writing it from a woman's perspective. I just think that's so far. Bro, like and I'm telling you, like cats like him, Neo, Rico Love, Sean Garrett, like Jante, I was like, it's so dog, like it's so many people that be out here, like they sound like their songwriting is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. A big one I'm uh no, nah, what'd you say? No, 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 go ahead, go, 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 go. Uh, no, nah, like a big one uh right now is Star. Like, I think she one of the dopest ones, like from our generation. Yeah, man. Definitely, definitely. <clears throat> So it's, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, I think when people realize it's more than one way to, well, it's just an old saying, if, you know, you realize it's more than one way to skin the cat and you realize you don't, like you said earlier, you don't have to be upfront with it and still, like, you can still make the same amount of money over time and not have mm-hmm. to be upfront because, you know, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you want to get seen, but mm-hmm. your name is going to be on the same credits that everyone else is the on at finest. the same time. You know, you know, sometimes with a lot of people, like, you want the, just the attention? Do you want the yeah. money or do you want the attention? You know what I'm saying? Or do you want, mm-hmm. you want your craft and the money or do you just want the attention and the craft and the money? Yeah. Because all I attention ain't good attention. So At all. You gotta understand that, yo. Like, you know, and I agree with you a thousand percent. Like, it's just one of those things that, you know, like getting more songwriting. Like, I would want to see like someone in songwriting, especially like ghost. And now I want to see a ghostwriting battle. Now, that's what I want to see. Like, so all right, that'd be like, fire. Yeah, get, 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 get niggas like uh, Royce and shit like that on, on, on there. That'd be fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would yeah. be insane, yo. You know, like, could you imagine seeing like, uh, who 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 else is hella dope ghostwriter? Let's say what's it? Cause the one who was the one on the chronic that was writing Dr. Dre. Was that Daz? Was that Daz or Krupp? It, it was Daz or Krupp. It, I yeah, it was one of them. Yeah, I think it was, I think Daz, you know, he made like, a lot of beats. So uh, he made yeah. yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah, because they did say Krupp used to ghostwrite too. So mm-hmm. like even yeah, nah, I think yeah, go that'll be that's a good idea right there. Ghost writing, yeah, man. man. Or, or, or have niggas that, or you know, ghost producing, you know, get some, you know, now that, yeah. Now, I, now I don't know how that would work, but you know, <laughs> yeah, because like in the battles, a lot of people were saying, like with Timbal and stuff, because they was like, man, you ain't make that danger, made it. I'm like, man, <laughs> the people don't know that though, exactly. Because, and I'm, I'm glad you said that before, I could have, this is like, you know. A lot of people don't know people like yeah. Danger exist. Yeah. Well, um, or like even with Scott Storch, like if he didn't have his run, that crazy run in the early 2000s, we wouldn't have known he did stay or Dre, for real. I mean, unless they told us. I just always thought it was Dr. Dre on them keys. Mm-mm, no. No, Scott Storch be on them keys like a motherfucker. You know, so. And then like seeing his little, his story uh, when he had, rebranded himself after all this and like realizing he did that root stuff like ah oh, man this man Ben had some soul and this oh, was destined man. to happen oh man like he got some, <laughs> like like I'm saying you'd be surprised like who all got like who all has really like 
the credits and stuff that they really have. They just Man. you don't really understand. Like, like the whole thing dealing with uh Pusha T from back in the day when he they said uh, him and Justin Timberlake wrote the uh, jingle for you know McDonald's. I'm looking. Yeah, I was like crazy. I was like, <laughs> what really? I'm like, the hell? Like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, Pusha did get money, stuff like that. Man. So, so it's it's just it's just things like that, man. You know, like I say, it's just going to avenues, you know, so many avenues, bro, that you man. really trip off of. Like it's, nah. it's it's intense, bro. But uh, let, let me let me ask you this. So, uh, how do you feel about you know? I would say about um, you know, because I see sometimes like dealing with like producers and stuff like that. Uh, you know, sometimes feel like they want to do stuff with cloud or they want to have like that kind of shine. Like, what do you feel like? Uh, how do you feel about producers just trying to do certain shit for cloud and not for just trying to get better or trying to work and stuff like that? Like, cause cause it seems like if you do something for cloud, it only lasts for like so yeah. long or just for a season. You see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I feel the same way. And then once you do it once, you have to keep doing it again. Cause it's like you chasing that high of, all right, I got this. So now what, what more can I do? Then instead of just building a solid foundation, piece mm -hmm. by piece, taking the slow grind, niggas just want to speed up the, uh, they want to speed the process up. And uh, somebody just said it the other day <clears throat> that it ain't no skipping steps in this. Like no matter no. how much you think you got ahead or somebody, there's no skipping steps in this. So you can do the cloud chase or whatever you want to do, but you might be hot for just that season. Then it's like, how do you follow up? It's hard to follow up with that instead of just building a solid foundation that people can already go back to. Absolutely. Because <clears throat> it's like lightning don't strike twice in the same area all the time, my nigga. Like, Man. that's a true rarity <laughs> that it happens. So it's like... Man. So, I mean, it does... I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it's super rare that it happens. But so it's yeah. like... But, yeah, but, you know, it's kind of like... I know I've heard the same thing, like... Uh, like when I used to do some high standard stuff, like shout out to Jay Hatch and the Don Dinopoly. Uh, remember, Jay had said on uh, one of the St. Louis ones a while back, some years back, you know, you could just, you could be that producer, like go ahead and, you know, try to get everything going. Like you said, get that number one hit, boy, you could be that person that has, you know, that goes through all the steps, go through like literally the bottom and work your way on up because it's like, you appreciate what you did mm -hmm. later on because you had that foundation coming up yeah we just had one from here jay white pretty much uh I, he was just talking on his live the other day because he you know he from here mm -hmm. and he was like uh i didn't get my first hit till i was 32. For real, i'm like and he like robin producer for a long time so just having to keep working and keep working and keep working and you never i never seen nothing outlandish from him mm -hmm. i just seen that man keep working and then, so then once he got the plan, the catalog that he got now from his first year, I'm like, man, this is crazy. You know, it just, yeah, it took a, it took a little longer than some of the other ones than the, but shit, you did it, you made it. And, and now that you got a full catalog, uh, you still got your integrity. You ain't do nothing. You felt like, man, I just had to do that just so people are watching. Like you just, you made it happen. It's real. That's real. Yeah. And, and that's I think that's one of the things that a lot, I think a lot of people don't understand as well. Uh, I'm glad you said that, you know, brought up dude's age because, you know, I'm 32. You know what I'm saying? I'm 32 mm -hmm. years old. So 
I'm looking at it from the same perspective. I'm looking at a lot of people that just got on, not even just in music, just period. Just uh -huh. like success. Like I've seen a lot of people get on more so when they're like 30, like in their 30s more than mm -hmm. anything else. Like 30s, sometimes in their, maybe in their 40s too. But you know, it's like one of those things that, you know, and I understand like why that's the case because it's kind of like one of those things like you can't, sometimes you can't get success like that too early in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yep, definitely. Because depending on like how, what kind of person you are, you may not be as mature to handle that in your 20s uh -huh. as you would be in like your 30s and your 40s and shit like that. Nah, that's a fact. You know, because like, you had to go through certain life lessons and shit like that to understand what's going on. So that's one of the things I know. Uh, no, that's what I think. That's one of the things I think a lot of people are trying to be like, oh man, well, this is a young man's game, this, that, and the third. Well, to an extent, it kind of is, mm -hmm. but you know, I can understand how it can be a young man's game. But if you play your cards right, and like if you got one way to play to do the shit, then it's always longevity. You just have to find man. your avenue to kind of do it. Because put like this Mariah Carey is 50 years old, Jay Z is 50 years old. Keep this in mind, these <laughs> niggas, they are 50, my nigga, still jamming. Man, Wu-Tang Wu niggas are in their late 40s to 50s, still gen. You know I was just about, because I was going to bring them up when you said the longevity and age, like, they still do, out here touring. In their bread. Man, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they not in the face of hip-hop. We ain't in the front of it like the young boys are, but, hey, we still eating off of it. Right, they don't even need to be because yeah. the same, cause, you know, 30 years ago, you no, know, 20, 30 years ago, they did what these young niggas doing now. Yep, yep. You know, so it's like, you know, I you know, like you got footage from like uh shout out no the show, you know, like the movie like the, the old uh two mm -hmm. the show from way back in the day. It's like, you know, all these niggas you know they in their early to mid twenties just uh being out here. Then you seeing the fast forward, you know, all these niggas now in like, you know, they late forties to early fifties. Man, still you know, here. Still here and just talking about, hey, this is what happened with such and such is happening with this situation. Woo -wah, woo -wah, woo -wah. Like, to me, it's still a lot of niggas that cannot outwrap Method Man, Ghostface Killer, and Raekwon. Hey, and then hearing Ghostface style, like, still so prominent now, like, that shit is crazy. I'm a huge Wu Tang fan. Bro, that's like, <laughs> Bro, like, Outside of maybe Crisscross was was I think one like jump maybe in like my first actual hip hop song I heard. Like uh -huh. I would say what really got me into it definitely was like Wu Tang and shit like that. My dad used to play Cream all the time on the tape. On on tape. <laughs> all the time. So And so just I, even hearing that beat as a kid, like that beat fire, then you put the you add the song with it. Crazy. So yeah, you know, so that's so it's you know, like so it's so I, I don't think like with a lot of people, especially like if you're like a producer, engineer, or DJ, something like that, I don't think there's ever aged them or something like that because you got niggas like uh, Mike Dean, like from down and no, he is, this yeah. nigga is Houston trap music, Houston music. Man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, man, Mike generations Dean, and generations. Generations. generations just, man. He is Texas uh, hip hop to his stance. So it's like, so you got niggas like that, man. You got niggas like Guru that's still been out here. Doing shit for Jay for all these years. You know, you got so many people out here. You know, you got niggas like Rick Rubin. Man. Rick Rubin, <laughs> easily grandfather age. Right? He gotta be. You know what I'm gotta saying? Be. Gotta still, be. Still going. Like, still going. 
So, so that's one like age ain't really can't be a factor sometimes. Like nah. how some like not not all the time. Depending on like whatever you in, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people, yeah, you know, depending on like, your relevancy and how you came in and like, whatever you brought to the table. Eh, yeah, but you know, I mean, Joe Budden still re- Joe Budden almost forty. And he got relevancy, you know. Yeah. He stopped rapping and he got a whole successful podcast on Spotify and YouTube. The craziest, one of the craziest rebrands we've ever seen. One of the craziest. And like, <laughs> I can't even be mad at Joe Button because, you know, yeah. one of those things with Joe Button was so dope was, you know, niggas didn't take Joe Button seriously yeah. at, at all. But then now, since his podcast is popping, now everyone want to go ahead and take everything he say, you know, with a brand of salt. Yeah, yeah. Like, nah. The but when I've been matter. saying this, yeah, I was saying this when I didn't matter and nobody cared. Now I'm saying it because I do matter, and now <laughs> yeah. you know the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so it's it's never kind of it's so age. I don't think has too much to do with it. I just want people to kind of know that. Man, Griselda, shit, bro, man, Griselda, <laughs> nigga, Griselda niggas. Yeah. I, shout out to the Griselda niggas, man. man. For real, like those or like I was like, this niggas, bro. I was like, this niggas bringing back like old. Uh, Gambino crime rap from Breakpoint yeah, days, man. man. <laughs> I was like, "Are you serious, man?" I was like, "Oh, over hard samples with no drums." I said, "Oh yeah, they they bringing the feeling back." The hundred percent feeling. Like, all these, <laughs> like all these niggas, like I'm like, uh, Westside Gun is like thirty seven, bro. Man, they they up there. They up there. Like, I think Benny may be like the youngest one. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Benny. He, he like 35, right? I think yeah. 34, 35. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know uh Conway and uh Westside, they brothers and uh no, I know Conway is the older brother. So it's like yeah. damn. <laughs> so I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, nah, bro. so it's so it just shows to tell you like you got niggas like clearly in their mid to going to late thirties. Niggas almost pushing 40 in this bitch, you hear me? Man. And they out here, like they out here. What was that, Jimmy Kimmel or one of them shows? That was out, that was out here. I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't. I said, fam, I know Pusha T is one thing, but Griselda on Jimmy Kimmel, I don't know what y'all just did. Y'all don't know what y'all just did right now, like for for hip hop. Like y'all, it's like y'all brought back Wu Tang to do some shit. <laughs> yes, like bro, I love it. I appreciate it so much. Do so much, and so that's why I really truly do appreciate. You know, people just gotta understand that, like, if you dope as fuck, your time will come if you work on it. Yep. And you know, and sometimes it just takes for that right situation. Like for these fellas right here, like you know, mind you, they, they I'm pretty sure they've been grinding. Like this niggas, I'm sure been trapping over in the East Coast, like motherfucking been doing what they have been doing. But now they don't gotta do what really doing. Yeah. Work, now they out here. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's, it's, so it's just, I hope it kind of get like what we saying, like give some kind of a hope to like anyone that's like you know, in their thirties or even late forties or even their forties or something like that. Like man, just understand, just keep you know, pushing, have, keep pushing, man. Because I mean, like I said, it's like hell of people in music, like like in rock music, rock music too. That still like look, look, you got niggas like Mick Jagger, who I know can be my grandfather. <laughs> okay, man. easy. Good checks coming in. Like matter of fact, he could probably be my my daddy or something like that. Cause I, I ain't even gonna say that. He could probably be my daddy because shit, my parents are in like late sixties. So shit, nigga, and you easily seventy something. So it's like you not that fucking poor. Yeah. So and just yeah, nah, we you can definitely do it. Cause once you feel I feel like once you get a foot in that game, like you there. Now it's just on you, your work ethic, um, 
how bad do you want to stay in the game Absolutely. from there? But yeah, nah. They the longevity is is key. Has to happen. Yeah, hundred percent, man. I hundred percent agree with you, bro. <laughs> I, I need, I need. Now, I, I'm, no, you are hundred percent right, man. And that's and that's why I just want to make sure, like, folks understand that, hey, like, hey. At the end of the day, man, I'm I'm still relatively young, and I know you're younger than me. So it's like, so like, so you still yeah. got, so you no, know, so we still got time, man. Like, you no, know, but at the same time, time waits for no man. So nah, you got to go and get it, you know, go and get it. Yeah, how bad do you really want it? Work real it's shit, man. Say say something, just that that uh, phrase is just so cliche, but it's so it's so true, like. How bad do you want it? If you want it bad, you will make it happen. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. But as a matter of fact, man, it's no. We about to go ahead and actually cut it, uh, cut the episode uh, in a second, okay. man. And I want to go ahead and do, you know, first off, you know, as always, man, thank you so much, you know, to take some time out to talk Same to you. I appreciate you. You know, definitely want to go ahead and, you know, try to get your information out there, which is actually the time to do it, which is right now. Since okay. I get anyone that comes on my show, time to, you know, promote this themselves, talk about the contact information. And, you know, so I'm going to give you a space and opportunity, you know, to do that right now. All right. I appreciate it. Um, you can follow us at the Goonies, T-H-A-G-O-O-N-E-Z, on all social media platforms. We made it easy for y'all. Uh, we got a lot of new music coming out. Um, this week coming, we got a, just a bunch of throwback songs that we produced from like 2014. But yeah, between 14 and 19, just songs that never came to streaming. So we gonna drop that. We got two new singles <clears throat> that we gonna drop this month. Um, I'm also, I got a project. Uh, it's kind of like The Chronic. I look at it like The Chronic, but it's R&B. So like, I just got a bunch of my songwriting friends together. I made a bunch of beats. Um, I was like, all right, so let's just write some songs. I would give give them ideas, <clears throat> like just write me a song. Cause, and then that's why it's dope that the songwriting thing is going on right now. Cause I was already trying to highlight that with some of the artists in my city. So now that everybody, we in the house, um, people starting to care about the songwriters now. So I'm like, okay, it's, it's really the perfect time. Um, that's pretty much what we got going right now. Gonna drop some visuals some animated visuals uh, nice. later this year. Yeah, uh, that's it. Just really trying to build the brand, man. Just keep help pushing our city forward. Uh, yeah, that's about it, for real. Just follow us in, because I keep up, <clears throat> I keep the social medias fairly prominent with all our information, so y'all can check it out. And then, uh, since I got the little time, I'll shout out some artists from here that, uh, if anybody listening, check them out. Uh, Kyle Colors, like, the kid like 20, but he a boy wonder. He one of the special ones out of here, um, one of the good producers out of here, One Bounce, Dominique Sanders, uh, AL, one of the dope artists from here, Dane. And matter of fact, we just had an artist, uh, Parks was doing the submissions yesterday. He was taking submissions, Parks from the Joe Budden podcast. Nice. We had an artist submit one of his songs to him and Parks loved it. His name is A-Shine. Um, some real heartfelt music right there. So, Hell yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Just follow the KC music scene. I pretty much stay on y'all music scene. I'll be nosy. I'll be trying to find some artists over there to work with. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, shout out Bodine and T-Dubbo. Them was two artists that when I first had got to the St. Louis area, like, just put me on some game. 
just real life, not even just music, just real life. You just how to be a man. So I appreciate them and they dope artists too. So make sure y'all check them out. Hell yeah. Shout out to the boys, man. Shout out to them fellas, man. Great people, man. Great people. Great, great, great people. But uh, again, you know, uh, I just want to go ahead and give you one more opportunity to give any okay. kind of final words you want to give to the good people out there um, <clears throat> just listening. Yeah, stay safe. Stay home as much as possible, man. Let's get over this sickness so we can get back outside because we got some fire music for y'all. And just stay prayed up, man. Stay blessed. Uh, we got some merch, too. So when you follow us, hit me up. I'll get y'all some. I'm going to get you some, too. Absolutely, man. Appreciate yeah. that. Most definitely, most definitely. But yeah, man, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show again. Appreciate brother, man. it. I definitely do appreciate it, man. You know, I wanted to make sure you got you on the show. And it was a great interview, man. Yeah, I appreciate, appreciate it. it. I appreciate the opportunity. I'm going to get all that stuff off to you. And uh, yeah, we can rap about the next battle because I'll definitely end it. There you go, man. There we go. So, everybody, thank you so much for listening to another uh, great episode of Fruit of the Bone Podcast. Um, make sure, like I said, at the beginning of the episode, make sure you follow us on all forms of social media at Fruit Bone Pod, which is F-R-U-I-T-B-O-O-M-P-O-D. Make sure you follow us on all uh, podcast platforms and just search for Fruit of the Boom Podcast. Apple Music, iTunes, whatever you want to call it, uh, Spotify, uh, Pandora, uh, Stitcher, all that stuff. Like any kind of major stuff that's out there. Uh, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, we, we out here. So make sure you try to find us, Fruit of the Boom Podcast. And uh, make sure you uh, check us out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Time on Facebook Live with Fresh Produce Online Beat Battles. Uh, we'll go ahead and make sure if you want to sign up for that, freshproducestl.com forward slash sign up. I will holler at you guys uh, next time and peace.